everyone, my name is Samantha Holloway. I'm a Read and Programme Director in the Centre for Medical Education, School of Medicine, based at the College of Life and Biomedical Sciences at the Cardiff University in the UK. You're now listening to a Yuma broadcast. Yuma is an abbreviation for the European Wound Management Association. Yuma is a not-for-profit umbrella organisation linking national wound management organisations individuals and groups with an interest in wound care. Are you curious about the latest trends and topics within wound management? Do you have 20 minutes to spare? Then this Yuma brand new podcast might be for you. Yuma podcast is a place for discussion and learning where you can also listen more about the work of other experts and peers in your field. Today we will talk about the standardisation of the wound management education in Europe. Yuma has recently published two curricula intended for use in level five and six of the European Qualifications Framework. With this, Yuma aims to support a common approach to post-registration qualification in wound management for nurses across Europe. We are working towards a close collaboration with the European professional associations such as the ESNO and educational institutions to implement these common curricula. I'm pleased to have in the studio today our two guests that have worked on the Yuma Wound Management Curricula. Sebastian Probst, Yuma's council member, professor in wound care at the University of Applied Sciences, Western Switzerland, and Ida Verheinen Kroner, director of the certification office, ICW, which is a German expert association for chronic wounds. So welcome Sebastian and Ida. Thank you. I'm glad to join the discussion. Thank you, Samantha. It's my pleasure to be here today. Okay, thank you. Uh, Sebastian and Ida, you've both contributed as co-authors on the Yuma Wound Management Curricula for Nurses, Level 5 and 6. Can you tell us in a few words why it's important to focus on the standardisation of wound education? Yes, an incredible number of resources are exhorted to define things at different places. This could be done much more effectively if skills were bounded. For example, we can only develop one curriculum for all European countries instead of one for each country. And it's about what, how, who and by whom should be trained and what goals are focused on um, with it. If this is uniform, we can use one common textbook, share sources, develop the basis for international research and not least it would have a positive effect for European mindset. Okay, thank you, Ida. Sebastian? I totally agree with Ida, and uh, for me it's important that we bring nurses and doctors on the same level so that we can talk the same language, and um, with this we can uh, provide best practice for our patients and take everything in consideration and um, having uh, the same level within Europe. Mm. Yeah, so it's quite exciting. Yes. Absolutely. It is. So perhaps we can start by thinking about some examples, specific examples from your work, where you can illustrate the importance of standardised education for nurses. So, Ida? Yes, of course I can. I, uh, just y- yesterday I've got a phone call from a, a participant from a nurse in Switzerland. She has done her one qualification in Germany and asked uh, what uh, would be going on if she starts a new job in Switzerland. So we have to compare the qualifications. I'm, I'm still working in wound care practice, so I see the problem also from different perspectives. 
In Germany, we have a new basic curriculum starts in 2020, which allows uniform education with compatibility in other European nations. So we want to pick this up for the opportunity for further qualification at after the primary education. And uh, at, at not at least, I think um, we can do our position ourselves uh, as a uniform um, professional for the professional care, which is enormously important all so in terms of political perspectives. Okay, and Sebastian? So we are, um, we changed our curriculum uh, in Geneva at the Geneva School of Health Sciences because we thought it's very important to have the same level Yuma was asking, mm. for example, level five and level six now we implemented for our bachelor and CAS students. So it's important that they can start an education in our country, for example, in Geneva, and then go over, for example, to you, to Cardiff, mm -hmm. uh, and continue the education. Yeah. It's important that we speak the same language, that we, um, that we develop our clinical guidelines together, and that we can only do that when we have the same level of um, knowledge mm -hmm. and the skills. Yeah. If I can pick up that point, uh, I think the uh, common curricula underlines the rule that we need a professional care in Europe, yes. a common professional care, and we can define the rule of this professional care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just going back to Ida's example of the nurse that you had yeah, the conversation yeah. with who wants to come to Switzerland, um, what would you be saying to that nurse if she, sp she rang you about the equivalency of the qualification that she's done? So we have to see what kind of course that she did, mm. because the courses are not the same mm. from the ICW and the SSFW from the Swiss Association. So that means I have to see what kind of level of knowledge she, she, she learned mm. in, in their course, and then I have to compare it with my course. For example, I used the, the human objectives. If ICW would use the same objectives mm -hmm. like I do, mm -hmm. then and they have the same content, then it's easy that I could say, yes, this is level five, six, seven. These are your competences. And, yes. and I think it's very important that we not talk about only on topics, mm -hmm. so, but on competences. Exactly. And that's a, a very uh, important difference between uh, some yeah, some people who didn't know about uh, competence levels. Mm. So we have to check the levels, not only the amount of hours and not only uh, the topics into a curriculum. Yeah. And okay. this is why it's important, or I think it's important. Uh, of course, as a human council member, I have to. I, I want to promote this as well. If um, your course is endorsed by Yuma. That, sh that shows that you use the human material mm -hmm. and that helps for standardization yeah. Yeah. within Europe and within the entire world. Yeah, and of course all those resources are on the Yuma website which people can access and log into. So exactly. we would be promoting that and making sure people are doing that. Um, so moving on to thinking about challenges, what are the main challenges from your point of view to achieve standardization of wound education? We have a lot of challenges, I think, and I do not be sure which is the most important, but we have healthcare systems are sometimes different. Mm. We have a separate rule of patient also, 
self-paid or in to an association. We have differentiation to medical uh, task, which does only physician do, and which is allowed for the nurses. Different level of nursing competences. We are again on the level level, and I think that will be the key rule in all our of our discussion is the level and the competences. So and it's also important to support the self competence of nursing uniformity. Okay, thank mm -hmm. you. I totally, I totally agree about the levels. Uh, we have an uh, interdisciplinary uh, wound course, so we have uh, nurses from different levels. We have still nurses that don't, they don't have a bachelor degree. Mm -hmm. So the, the levels are so different. We have pharmacists in our uh, wound course. We have physicians in our wound course. And then to bring all to the same level, mm -hmm. that's a big challenge. Mm -hmm. Uh, for the lecturers and even for a course provider yeah. um, to attract also yes. the, um, the nurses, physicians and the entire healthcare staff uh, to, to do a further education in wound care. Yeah, and I guess we talked yesterday about interdisciplinary and the importance mm -hmm. of interdisciplinary and I guess what we need to think about is whilst we have a physician's curricula, we have nurses' curricula, it's a starting point. Yeah. I guess we'd like to move towards yeah. a more interdisciplinary approach, but the reality is we've needed to start with the different professions uh, as a starting point, as a foundation, really. Would you agree? I totally agree. And uh, the good thing is, um, and what I like very much, both curricula are the same. The, yes. They're the yeah. same objectives. Mm -hmm. The only difference is the labeling. Mm -hmm. And I hope we can go over that and work interdisciplinary mm -hmm. and having only one curriculum for physicians, nurses, podiatrists, Absolutely. everything, all healthcare professionals. All healthcare professionals. Yeah. Um, and so we have the same level. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's a very yeah, good standardization. Yeah. But we, excuse me, but we have to describe then the, the special um, yes uh, tasks for the different professionals mm. because that's um, the principle that they can work really good interdisciplinary. Mm. Because we haven't intentionally ignored the other professions in the development of mm. this, it is really working towards that. And each um, curricula has multidisciplinary teamwork as part mm. of it, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so how can Yuma tackle some of these challenges, you know, um, do we have a strategy of how to implement these wound education curricula? For me, uh, the first point is that we have to go for the umbrella organization proactive in a proactive work. So we want to start, we want to do our first evaluation of the uh, possibility uh, for this uh, curriculum. And I think one uh, problem will be to teach the teacher. Who will exactly. be the teacher? What competences need the teacher? There's no no word in the uh, curriculum. Mm -hmm. So that um, it, it's... Um, it lives with a good teacher, such a curriculum. And, um, but it will be very helpful if we uh, get more uh, support about teacher levels, examples, written exam, description for competences and practice, what should they do in practice, and uh, for the different, different education levels, also for education se sessions for the teachers. So give them examples how to teach. Mm. So they have, uh, that should be a second step, I think. 
So maybe as part of the teacher network yeah. that exactly. runs as, as part of Yuma, we can pick up on a teach the teacher, uh, yeah. train the trainer yeah, yeah, type role. Yeah, yeah, and Sebastian. And I, w I want to add then we have the educational sessions during the Yuma conference. We provide all different kind of education material. Mm. We, you can go on the Yuma website. You have the e-learning uh, modules. Mm. Uh, you you find a lot of material yeah. on our website that helps to standardize mm -hmm. um, wound care and that helps to provide sources yeah, for um, teachers mm -hmm. to bring everybody on mm -hmm. the same yeah. level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And of course, there are some persons within Europe, they are pioneers yeah. and uh, we want to bring out the message mm -hmm. to, the, um, to the different countries. Mm -hmm. When I say countries, this is also uh, sometimes a problem, the languages. Yes. You German, yes. me German, French, Italian, mm -hmm. so, uh, and you uh, English, sorry. English. <laughs> sorry. Welsh. <laughs> and so we, have, we, we need from uh, different countries, mm. we need pioneers yeah. and join Yuma and uh, help us spread the message. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's one challenge we've now set to the exactly. wider world. Of course. <laughs> so to the audience that are listening, oh, um, could you, you be that pioneer? Exactly. So please get in touch. Um, bringing you back to the wound management curricula specifically, both the level five and six curricula, what's the main concept underpinning these and the broad structure of the curricula? Uh, so we have created this concept uh, according to the re relevant fields in practice. So that was the first focus and then we uh, think about what does a patient need mm -hmm. and which competences are, are uh, important for this uh, special care. And I think that this was a primary way. And then we uh, looked about learning situations and go from this learning situation to learning goals. We mm -hmm. talked about taxonomy bloom. Uh, and then associated with the competence level criteria of European qualification frame. So we need competences in teachers' um, daily work. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, this uh, curriculum ex explores a range of comprehensive uh, nursing interventions or physician mm -hmm. interventions, um, uh, such as the assessment planning interventions and evaluation related to individuals with acute and chronic wounds and when we talk about the format the, um, we try to summarize the required learning roles related to the multidisciplinary approach related to uh, managing individual with wounds and we the framework is that we um, this curriculum is um, has different modular structures. Um, mm -hmm. We have um, 16 levels, no, 16 modules, um, learning units, better, learning units in the level five. We added three palliative wound care, acute wounds, and uh, skin tears in the level six. And uh, so we have, um, it's uh, in the level six, curriculum you have 116 learning units that means uh, this unit one unit is 45 minutes of the duration we have self-directed learning based on structured tasks with a healthcare related environment that equals about 50 hours 
and we have and this is important we have supervised practice in the workplace that means that everybody has to have the hands-on or has to know the hands-on and uh, in the level six it's a total hour of uh, 275 hours this includes the exam and even the work-based uh, learning um, the self-directed learning mm -hmm. so um, it's very very tense yeah. good and uh, now we have the big challenge to implement that mm. into teaching yes. and clinical practice. Yes, of course. And if I'm, um, I think it's clear with the curriculum that it's not only need that somebody has to know something. So he is in level six and five, must be able to analyze of, uh, and find solutions. Mm. So not only give back some knowledge, and this is a very different level uh, with five and six if you uh, compare that with lower uh, educational levels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's about knowledge, practice, Make decisions. attitudes, behaviors, yes. and yeah. those sorts of things yeah. that we were exactly. trying to explore. And the teacher have to understand that, that it's not yes. so easy. Uh, I'm uh, in a practice, they often looked only at the content mm. and give the same speech for level two uh, that for level six, mm. and uh, uh, that we have to uh, create to uh, support competences, uh, we need a lot of more competence uh, for the, from the teachers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, okay. totally agree. So um, just imagine I'm a, I'm a new lecturer at a nursing school in Europe and I want to implement these curricula. Can you recommend how I m might make the best use of them in my daily work? I would uh, uh, give him um, yes, the ideas of my personal perspective, how I would do. So we need a clear structure, we need a clear objective. Uh, do you want to, at first you have to clear, clarify if you want to implement the entire curriculum or just only mo modules mm -hmm. that could be possible too at first yeah. step. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's necess necessary to uh, develop a timetable to find professional teachers to instruct these teachers to uh, 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 also should be clear each teach what so you have not a large overlapping and uh, you have you need an, a lot of time for the implementation don't uh, get in pressure before you because you have uh, to have planned a sh too short time I would propose a timeline from one year mm. so okay yes. because it has to fit in with the daily yes, clinical yes, practice yeah and releasing people from yeah. work to be able to, to do this. Yes, and could be an idea to make uh, just a pilot seminar with a short module of that and mm. then uh, roll up uh, the rest of the curriculum. I would do it in this way. Mm. Mm. So I can tell you what we did or mm. we try to do. Okay. We're still uh, implementing the curriculum five and six. So we had to see what kind of how many hours we have for each module mm -hmm. and what is suggested to do because we have a certain framework we have to follow and then we were negotiating hours and we had to outsource certain activities like for example um, patient education it's not only in wound care patient education is also in other chronic care mm -hmm. so certain elements we have to outsource evidence-based research 
that we outsource that and then we have to see where do we start we start for example with the entire pressure ulcers because that's very common our students see that very often in their first practical course in their second practical course and that's why we said we start with the pressure ulcers going up in the second year to the venous leg ulcers okay. diabetic foot ulcers palliative wound mm -hmm. oncological wound mm -hmm. and then being more complex with acute wounds um, uh, skin tears etc mm -hmm. and the big problem we had was we have 190 students how can we teach them mm -hmm. wound care mm -hmm. so we decided the theoretical part we um, do e-learning modules based on the curriculum of uh, Yuma it's in French and we said that they can of course use also the Yuma modules and what's important afterwards we have the practical courses mm -hmm. so we do the link for example they have um, dressings they learn all about dress wound dressings and afterwards we show them the dressings we do these workshops with the students and um, this and therefore we use our students they did a CIS a DIS in wound care mm -hmm. so they have a higher level of education and <coughs> they can teach the new students mm -hmm. uh, how to use the dressings how to do a debridement how to do bandaging mm -hmm. and even when we talk about cases venous leg ulcers mm -hmm. diabetic foot ulcers etc they can give their experiences based on the actual evidence. Very good ideas. So by this way, they le they learn education to educate other ones. Exactly. Too. So yeah. very exactly. helpful, I think. Um, and uh, in Germany, will be the problem that uh, German nurses are not have not very good ex experience in self organized learning. So we come from another concept, mm -hmm. and we have to uh, to to bring them to self organized learn. Mm -hmm. so you have uh, to support them uh, more. E uh, stronger than um, for, I think in your concept well I'm not this sure is, <laughs> this is a paradigm change yeah, yeah. and we have to go slowly yeah very slowly <laughs> very slowly but I have to some students they do not want yeah. to do the e-learning modules mm -hmm. and we have to have uh, we have to check if mm -hmm. they do that mm -hmm. we are looking now how we can check that yeah, yeah, yeah. and they know it's mandatory to do that otherwise they cannot do the practical mm. work otherwise they're there with their bandages mm. and they have no idea they have no idea so that could link to the assessment where you know the module becomes part of the assessment that they have exactly. to have done yeah. exactly. in order to be able to yeah, move yeah. on so I guess with any implementation and change, whatever that will be yeah. in a health organisation or academic institution, mm -hmm. it can take a few years for it to embed mm -hmm. and become custom and practice. But yes, the self-directed yeah. learning, yeah. learning styles, thinking about how people like to learn, exactly. the audio, visual, mm -hmm. um, hands-on type approaches, 
and that's what the curriculum can help to deliver can't it because how you how you deliver those outcomes and skills is very much up to mm. the the culture of the institution mm -hmm. yes, mm -hmm. and the uh, culture of the school they have finished before so in germany it's uh, very depends on this uh, on the f uh, school class they had finished if they come to the Uh, upper um, educational system and make class 13 so they have to learn self-organized learn very good yes. and if they come from another school system they uh, it's they are more uh, like learning uh, content input and output and not I created myself I have to sit I have to, to look at my only uh, my own learning um, um, competences mm. yeah that's yeah. So we have to help them and to look, uh, to, uh, to analyze our uh, students mm. at first. Yeah. So it's, mm -hmm. it is understanding educational mm. pedagogy as well, yes. really, which, um, you know, so as a new lecturer might be challenging, but I guess what we would say is to read up around some of the concepts and principles of teaching yes. and um, mm. learning. Yeah, I think it's very important that um, they, are, they take our curriculum That's the guideline, and with their experience, they can reunite the teaching, research, and clinical practice. Mm -hmm. So it's this triangle mm -hmm. that um, that has to flow, mm -hmm. and uh, through this curriculum, I think um, we can achieve that goal. Yeah, good. So just bringing us towards the end, really, of our discussion. Uh, could I ask you both to summarise in two to three points what our listeners should know about the standardisation of wound management education? Okay, the standardisation of wound education, this is important to speak the same language. We need the same level of expertise. We need, um, we need the, to work with the provided um, objectives from Yuma, we can use the different kind of uh, material provided by Yuma, be it the Yuma documents, mm -hmm. be it the e-learning modules, be it the different kind of um, curricula we mm -hmm. provided, physicians and nurses, and to have a very good network like the teacher network that I can call you, Samantha. Mm -hmm. I, I face this problem. Um, what do you think? You can give me probably an idea or you, you tell me, oh, I know somebody else who, who is facing yes. the same problem. Yes. So that we work together and we create this network within Europe and within the entire world. Yes. I can only underline that because I think um, we have to, we need this uniform curriculum, we need the network and, and we should never um, go in, in the concurrence uh, in, no. in the system that would be not very helpful and um, uh, outside of Europe we have uh, already um, done some teacher network from ICW with South um, Asia So and they are very interesting yeah. in uh, the curriculum work too because they do not have such 
any national curricula. Mm. So they can start at first with this one and not the second way at first the national and then adapt at Yuma. So that could be a way to just go at first with the first step uh, in these countries and help them to um, to implement the curriculum in their practice and their teacher, um, yes, in their educational system for once. Yeah. Okay, and of course, later on this week, we've got a meeting to start discussing the Level 7 curricula, where we're moving into thinking about <clears throat> specialist nurses and the, the higher levels. Yeah. So that's something we'll be working on, I would imagine, over the next year. It's going yes. to take us a little while to, to do that. I look forward to that. Yes. And yeah, this exciting. will be very interesting. Uh, I think what uh, should be done uh, in the future too to uh, define the entrance in the different curricula. So who is able to come in level six? Uh, because in Germany, for example, we do not have always uh, um, bachelor degrees. Mm -hmm. We start mm -hmm. with a post-graduated after three years. And what is it possible to go the next step with level five to level six? Uh, without having uh, primary the bachelor degree mm. yeah. so we have to discuss it that perhaps there are some in, um, participants interesting in going further education in wound care and I think it should be open for them absolutely, yes, absolutely. that's what we absolutely. want really so uh, thank you both very much for your contribution today um, for the listeners if you're wondering about how to access Yuma's wound curricula you can do so at www ewma.org you can go to the page what we do then choose education and click on Yuma wound curricula you've been listening to Yuma podcast on the standardization of the wound management education if you want to learn more about Yuma's activities you can visit our website or follow us on Twitter Facebook LinkedIn or Instagram at Yuma wound Keep in mind that the UMA is organising every year the biggest wound management conference in Europe. The next UMA conference will be in London 2020 from the 13th to the 15th of May, so make sure you save this date. If you've enjoyed listening to our podcast, don't forget to press like and share it with your colleagues. In the next episode, Julie Jordan O'Brien will be speaking to Georgina Gethin about what is person-centred wound care, who is in charge of the wound. Until the next time, thank you all very much. Music